Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. You guys loved last Thursday's episode where it was really just kind of a chit chat. These are my favorite kind of episodes too to really connect with you. And today we're going to be covering a lot of topics as we tend to do in these Thursday episodes. Tuesday episodes tend to be more learn, topic focused, um, professional-ish, like we had Omega on the podcast on Tuesday. Really great episode. I hope that you listen to it. But today we're going to talk about everything from, I've, these are my notes. When I sit down to record, especially with episodes like this, I just write two to three word bullet points and then we roll with it. And today I have written down depression, anti-social media, sleep depression, Black Friday slash Cyber Monday, flare leggings walmart boots and um, blood sugar and cortisol we're gonna be talking about a multitude of things so if you guys really love how the podcast is changing and evolving going from feminine fitness to living in sync something that you could do that would help me out so much is share this episode share this podcast with a friend that you think just really wants well-rounded solid advice for living in sync with your cycle growing in your faith and like just trying to really thrive in the best way that we can no matter what season you are in or leave a rating and review on the podcast all you have to do is find the podcast Once you find the podcast, scroll down and there are stars. If all you do is tap that five star, that is so helpful. But what's extra helpful is leaving a review. Those reviews are within the podcasting algorithm to say people are leaving positive reviews for this podcast. We should probably put it in front and make it easy for other people to find this podcast episode. So it is so helpful and they make my day. And all you have to do is share your favorite topics that you love me to talk about. If you like me sharing rants or chats, or if you like the health and wellness episodes, if you like all of the episodes, or if you have a specific topic that you want me to talk about more, leave it in the rating and review. And I would love to um, have you guys go and and do that for me. It really supports the podcast so much, but today is going to be really juicy, really good, really raw, real and vulnerable because sis, I have been struggling. And if you've been struggling, we can, we can, we can just have a chat, chit chat about it together. So let's roll into today's episode. How was your Thanksgiving, my friend? Mine was awesome. In all honesty, mine was really awesome. I spent it around really great, loving family and had really great food. It was it was wonderful. I was, however, thrilled to get my kids back into their rhythm and routine with school and daycare today <laughs> after the holiday break. They, they were craving it too. My kids were craving it too big time. As soon as I was like, okay, time to get your, your snow stuff on to go to the bus. Hey, time to get in the car to go daycare. They were like, yes, <laughs> ready to get out the door. But while I can sit here and say I did have such a wonderful Thanksgiving and our Thanksgiving weekend has been filled with wonderful things, it's been equally as hard really hard. And I think I've been struggling now for a little bit longer than I would like to admit. And I want to just talk a little bit about some depression that I have been feeling and experiencing lately for quite a while. And I will start off and say, I do think a lot of this has to do with dun dun dun. What does it always have to do with sleep deprivation? You guys, I swear 
in the month of November, pretty much after Halloween, one of my kids were sick, had cough and sickness. Then my husband got it, then I got it, and it kicked my booty. Like it kicked my butt. Whatever that sickness was, it kicked my butt and wasn't sleeping good. All of a sudden, my acid reflux has been coming back with a vengeance. Like I haven't had acid reflux this bad since I was in my late teens, early 20s, and probably even pregnancy. Like pregnancy, you get heartburn a lot, but it's just been so weird. And um, so like a month of sleep deprivation, and then my four-year-old started to get into a bad habit. When he was sick and had his really bad cough, he was struggling to sleep, and I was just letting him kind of come into our room and fall asleep. Well, lo and behold, give him an inch, he takes a mile, and he's been coming into our bed, and we decided as um after bickering for a little bit if I'm being honest as husband and wife to stop this bad habit but stopping this bad habit means there have been some middle of the night struggles and I have not been sleeping well and mama does not do good when she's sleep deprived there are so many times where I have had physical and mental and emotional breakdowns and oftentimes I can tie it to man, I really have not been getting great sleep. When I was struggling, obviously, with postpartum depression and anxiety, you're just not sleeping at all. And in that time frame, I not only was waking up in the middle of the night to feed Bryce as a baby, I was pumping. So there was like double sleep deprivation. I made everything so much harder on myself and I was not getting good sleep. But talking about depression and I was talking with a friend and this friend doesn't really struggle with mental health stuff. And she's like, well, how do you know the difference between anxiety and depression? And I'm like, for me, obviously, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, whatever. But for me, my anxiety often feels like wired energy. So I feel like I have to be moving all the time. Like there's this radiating wired energy. Even if I'm sitting still, there's often times where I feel like I'm moving slower than what my body is doing. Like I've, I've got to be doing more. I've got to get more done. There's this and that. And I'm worried about things that are five steps ahead of me in the moment. But depression and how I can kind of dictate it not being anxiety and it kind of leaning toward depression is last week big time I there were just a few little things that happened and emotionally they caused me to like shut down and drop the ball and I would wake up with the kids get them off to their rhythm and routine and then I'd go lay back in bed and a lot of time it was just because of like an emotional I want to lay back in bed like I didn't feel good like when I think back to last week you guys and what brought me joy was sitting down and recording that last podcast episode for you. So last week's podcast episode, it was the only podcast episode because of the holiday. But when I sat down to record last week's podcast episode, I was like, I genuinely feel so peaceful and happy sitting behind the mic, even being honest with you guys with with saying what I've been struggling with. And that's the thing with depression and anxiety is everything is is fine and everything is great like when i put down things on paper 
I everything is wonderful. And I know oftentimes, even when there are huge celebrities that come out and talk about how they struggle with mental health, there's people who are like, me, how can you struggle with mental health when you have so much money and so much fame and you can get whatever you want and do whatever you want? How that's not how mental health works because in hindsight, it doesn't matter what you have because it just doesn't, it doesn't work that way. You know, making more money isn't necessarily going to make it go away. Making, um, like hitting bigger achievements and success or driving a different car or having a closet full of whatever it is, it's not gonna, it it's, doesn't make mental health go away. And while, you know, I could sit there with the celebrity and being like, oh, poor you, wipe your tears with your $100 bills, there's somebody on a street corner that would look at my life and be like, what the heck do you have to be depressed about? And when I look at it on paper, I'm like, why Why am I feeling this way? I don't get it. So I did make a therapy appointment to talk to my therapist about it. So that's kind of my first um my first thing, but then also looking at the looking at things like sleep and stress levels. I've been doing really good with taking my Inkstify from Protea, my supplement for um, cortisol and stress. And I have been still doing like I did get a membership trial to a yoga studio, and I still am just kind of like, okay, you know, I was I was trying to do the things I would even put on makeup before bringing my kids or like doing the rigmarole of bringing my kids to daycare and getting them off to school and whatnot. I did a few things to try to like snap me out of it, but I'd still just go lay in bed. And in when that happens, I then take on more guilt because I feel like I'm dropping the ball. Like I missed and dropped the ball on a day that I was very depressed, I didn't stay on top of my calendar, my appointments, and I missed out on a really um, epic appointment with recording with Jess Brown from Feel Her Awesome podcast. She's been on the show before, but I had a really good podcast episode I wanted to record with her. Totally dropped the ball on that. Um, you heard from Omega. She is. She asked me to be a part of um, something she's doing for research. Dropped the ball on that dms text messages to friends my neighbor messaged me to ask asking for help on something and drop the ball on that and i don't want to come off and that's why when i hear people say like if your friends don't do xyz they don't care about you because that's not true there are many times where and I've been in these moments with my depression where I ghost my friends. I don't know how to communicate what I'm feeling. And I don't want it to come off as I don't care about them. And it, it takes hard work for me to flip the script and be like, sometimes my depression is me being up in my head too much and changing my focus to caring and reaching out and connecting with others will be something that is a nudge, like a little step into feeling a little bit better, right? And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that's why Joelle kind of was, if if I seemed off, it's because it's it's me. It's, it's not you, it's me. Like it's not, it's not meant to be like a cheesy breakup situation moment, but truly, it, have you guys felt that way when like you are going through something really hard personally and you kind of like isolate, you got to go inward, you got to kind of like 
reflect for a moment, but somebody could take it the wrong way and think that you're avoiding them, not talking to them, you don't care about them. And, and that's not the case at all. Like I love and care and I don't want to, I didn't, I feel awful for dropping the ball in all of the places that I did. I mean, even some of the things with like, with what the kids had going on at school, like I totally forgot because I was just depressed. And, um, yeah, so there's there's that and that's kind of how I I um how I wanted to share about it now, right? And this kind of leads me to the next thing I talked about where it's like anti-social media. So, if there's something off or going wrong like something off for me mentally, physically, emotionally, um if my husband and I are in a fight or even just like anything like that, I don't like showing up on social media and being like, oh, here's a funny reel. Here's some stories. Let me pretend like nothing is happening when, you know, those things are the most important things to me in my life. How can I come on social media and portray a different image? Because social media is not real. I really want you, when you are getting on social media, to feel like you're turning on a TV. It's a world It is a world of its own. It is not the reality of what other people are going through, right? And not even even if somebody comes onto their social media and they're like, I am perfect in this area. Nobody is perfect in in any way, shape, or form, right? And nobody's relationship is, nobody's um, house is always completely clean and tidy. Like whatever it is you are comparing yourself to, to somebody else on social media. And I just personally can't show up on social media when I'm not feeling great. You know, last week when I recorded the podcast episode on like holiday hacks, sanity saving tips, and like what's overrated on the holidays, that was just fun for me to hop on because I wasn't, to me, podcasting is not portraying that things are a certain way. It's really about that deep and meaningful connection. And it was something that truly felt authentic and brought me joy. And I can't be inauthentic on social media. I can't just share like, oh, here's my day and here's what's going on when, you know, I exploded at my kids and one's having just having a hard time and my husband and I aren't getting along or, you know, just like the typical life and it's typical life stuff. You know, as I say that around out loud, I'm like, it's not that my husband and I are fighting all the time. We don't. My kids don't throw tantrums all the time. They don't. But truly when I'm not feeling in good energy, I'm not going to show up and share for a minute or two to portray that. And so last night, even on my stories, I was talking about my fiction book reads was you guys, I read 72 books this year. What? That is insane to me. It's a mix of personal development and fiction books. Um, If you look at my Instagram highlight on my fiction books, you'll see that there are months where I didn't hardly read and there were months where I read a lot and it's not something I like set out a goal to do, but I'm kind of just like, wow, I was just doing something that I enjoyed. It doesn't overconsume me. Like I read when I am getting ready to fall asleep. Like my husband will turn on a show and if it's a show I'm watching with him, I, I watch that. 
And then on the weekends, I'll read, but I usually read for just a little bit before bed and I fall asleep and I sleep better. And so, um, yeah, all of that. How was your guys's Black Friday slash Small Business Saturday slash Cyber Monday shopping? Did you guys get any deals? Do you do a lot of your Christmas shopping on that day? I didn't do any. I haven't, I haven't done a single thing for shopping. <laughs> and I know that's going to come around to bite me in the butt, but actually I did my December planning and I intentionally put in three blocks of time to dedicate towards Christmas shopping. And if I get them all done on, get it all done in one of those blocks of time, or if it only takes two, then that's fine. But at least it is in my calendar, like it's an appointment. So I'm not overwhelmed and frantic to get it all done at a certain point or wait too long till the last minute. But if there are any deals out there, my friends, you must let me know. You must let me know. Another thing I wanted to talk about is, this is just a quick PSA, don't sleep on Walmart shoes. I'm dead serious. I have gotten so many pairs of cute shoes from Walmart, no matter what season, but I really do love their boots. I live somewhere where there is snow and salt, and sometimes the snow is thick, and sometimes it's mucky, and so I do have a handful, I do have a couple pairs of Sorrells, but I tend to want to keep those nice. And so I buy cheaper, more stylish boots or shoes from Walmart, especially the trendy ones. This is how I roll when it comes to trends. If it's something trendy, I'll buy the cheaper version. If I wear it out, then I'll upgrade it to something different that will maybe last a little longer. But what I have found is those trendy pieces, I'm fine once they've worn out because a new trend comes along. And at least I'm not wasting a lot of money on the trends. Now, my um, black leather boots that are kind of like a, they're, they're like a combat boot a little bit, but with a heel. They're kind of like a cross between a combat boot and a construction boot, but with a heel. I got a pair like that from Walmart for, it's like a cheaper version, but I wear them so much and I love them so much that once they wear out, I will be upgrading those because I do feel it's more of a classic timeless look, just like my um, high thigh suede boots. I invested in those because to me, it's more of a classic look. Um, and I've had those for years and years and years and years. And so I really like those. One of the boot trends that I will probably not be participating in is the short Ugg boots. I didn't even get in on the Ugg boot train when I was in college, you know, like 2008, 2009, when it was super trendy. Even like, remember the Ugg boots with the ties in the back, like the bow ties in the back? I know my college roommate had those. She got those for Christmas and I was so jealous. But I will not be participating in the Ugg boot trend because like I said, with our snow and dirt and salt, they, the suede of the Ugg boot to me, like it looks, it doesn't look good. Like I'm not going to, and I'm not going to clean it every time I wear them. So that's one trend that I probably won't be doing. I don't know. Cause the, the, the big tall Ugg boots aren't on trend. Like in 2008, 2009, the tall Ugg boots were on trend, right? You remember those? 
it's the short Ugg boots that are on trend and girls are wearing their um, leggings, socks that are a little longer. And I'm starting to get behind that trend. I'm starting to get behind that trend. I think it looks kind of cute. And then they're shorter Ugg boots. So you can see the sock out of the top. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's kind of cute. But I, I am in situations where I'm actually walking through quite a bit of snow, quite a lot. So I don't want to get snow in my boots. And I don't know if Uggs changed this, but this is part of the reason why I didn't get Uggs in college is because they are slippery AF. And I saw girls walking all over the North Dakota State University College campus slipping on the ice all the time. And most of them caught themselves. But you know what? I was friends with the baseball team in college and they were not nice to girls that fell down because they were wearing their Ugg boots. And I was the girl that was walking around in my hiking boots. <laughs> I was. I'm not even lying. I still have those hiking boots today because they are really great quality and have stood the test of time. I wear them when I go snowshoeing often. But anyways, I I don't think I like the short Ugg boot trend. Um, one trend that I... I guess I did go Black Friday shopping, but that's because I was influenced by TikTok. I purchased a pair of flare leggings. Now, back in 2007, 2008, we called them yoga pants. You know what I'm saying? Like the tight yoga pants with a little flare at the bottom. I did buy a pair of those off of Amazon because once again, I'm going to get the cheaper version. I'm going to spend the $20 because do I love Lululemon Align or um, what's the other brand? Aerie. They're a little bit, they're like mid affordable, but a little bit more pricey than the ones that I got on Amazon. But I'm going to try the Amazon ones first. And if I feel like I can style it in different ways, um, if I feel like I'm wearing them a lot, then I'll upgrade. That's just how I do things. I have a friend who does the exact opposite. She doesn't even want to waste her time with anything that is cheaply made because she's like, if I'm going to wear it, I want it to be a classic and I want it to be of quality. And I'm like, I love that for you. I love that for you. Well, I like those classic pieces too, especially when it comes to jeans, good quality t-shirts, good quality sweaters, right? But I'm going to try some trends. And if I'm going to be trendy with some things, I'm going to get the cheaper version. That's just how I do it. Um, this month of December. So let me talk about two things I did in November that seriously have been so supportive in my life. The first thing that I did in November was I was like, I am not stepping on that scale. And if you've been around for a long time, I've had this like love hate relationship of like peace and then wanting to, to throw it out the window and it defining how I'm progressing in life. You know, you've had those days before, right? Where you, you're feeling good. You're like, Oh, I've been, I've been on it lately. And then you step on the scale and it's like, wah, wah, wah a fluctuation makes you feel like trash. I said to myself in October, I am not weighing myself in November and it is almost December. I have not weighed myself and I feel great. And I feel like, like, feel like I look great. I feel like I am paying attention to my jeans fitting looser. I have the cutest pair of crop straight leg jeans from old Navy. I, I have to get the size down. Like I literally can't even dry them, put them on, 
and then, you know, wear them because then that shrinks them a little bit, makes them a little bit more stiff because they become so loose. If I even, they don't have much stretch to them. So I'm like, yay me, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And that's because I haven't weighed myself. And you know what? I, I even know a couple people that literally are like, I have no idea what I weigh. I don't care at all what I weigh. And for the last three years, I've been like, how could you not? Like, you have no idea what you weigh. Like, but I'm finding so much peace in that and so much confidence in that. That's something I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue it. The scale is out. Bye. Done. I don't like you. See you later. Sayonara. The second thing is eating a really good, high protein, savory breakfast. So usually that means eggs, toast, and a piece of fruit. And I'm usually doing two whole eggs, some egg whites, and then my toast is usually sourdough with some nut butter on it because that's just kind of what I like. But oftentimes if we're out of sourdough, I just use whatever bread we have on hand. And then a piece of fruit, I tend to lean towards apples just because it's that time of the year where berries and things like that aren't that great for us. Or the other option is my shake and making a Mac Daddy shake to drink while I am commuting to daycare because I commute my second to daycare. And yeah, it's cold, but I my car is in a heated garage and then I sit in my heated seats and then I'm usually drinking it when I'm nice and toasty like that. So I know smoothies and shakes aren't the best way to start like your day or don't sound the most appetizing in the wintertime, but sometimes, you know, a good shake that is high in protein, good healthy fats, like lower in sugar. Like if you're making a smoothie and half of it is juice and fruit, girlfriend, you need to get the book Body Love by Kelly... Oh my gosh, Kelly, her last name starts with an L. It'll come to me, but I'll link it. She talks about the fab for smoothie, where it's protein, greens, healthy fats, fiber. Like you cannot overload your smoothie and think it's going to sustain you because this is what we're going to be talking about in the Feminine Edge Collective. So in Feminine Edge Collective, the first Tuesday in December, I am doing a masterclass on blood sugar and cortisol because when we were in our class um, living in sync 2.0 and talking about and paying attention to certain signs and red flags of hormonal imbalances, I found for a lot of the ladies, we really resonated with blood sugar and not having manageable energy and like crazy cravings and then also stress. And so I know that the root, the root of a lot of hormonal imbalances is things like insulin resistance and blood sugar imbalances or um, over cortisol and and things stress and things like that so that's what we are going to be focusing on in the feminine edge collective feminine edge collective you guys is my community where i teach what i have a master class in there once a month on a certain topic but you also have the backlog of my living in sync method my living in sync 2.0 my time management course is still in there and it is my membership of 
helping you learn to live in sync with your cycle and have a better understanding of your body while building your faith. I have a once a month Bible study in there as well. We've got like little tips. It kind of depends on the topic of the month of what's going in there. So with the blood sugar and cortisol, you'll be getting some PDFs that go along with it. So I want to invite you into the Feminine Edge Collective community. It's an app. It's not on social media, which makes it really great. And especially with membership, I'm a member of a handful of communities. And what I want you to know is with membership, you don't need to be caught up on all of the things. It doesn't have to be super time consuming. You look at what is the curriculum in there? What is it that you need? And you use that PDF or that exercise or that masterclass. Or if you do want to be engaged in the community and talking with other women and other ladies, you can come in there and get to know them as well but you take what it is that you want from this type of community but you don't have to be caught up you don't have to go at a certain pace this community is membership based to make it an affordable way for you to start living in sync with your cycle understand it implement it and then optimize and optimize and optimize and optimize because I used to sell courses. I used to sell this course, especially in the health and fitness realm, Feminine Fitness Foundations, if you've been around for a long time, where I was like really wanting to take a person from A to Z in a really short amount of time. But I didn't learn how to live in sync with my cycle in that way. It was an involvement. I started changing a few things at a time. I started to get to know you know, know the phases more and more because I was learning more and more about them. And so that's why I have this membership based style. So I want to encourage you come in to the membership for a 30 day trial. And if you want to cancel after that, all you have to do is send me a message, send me a message. But the ladies that have been in there have been loving it. The feedback that I have gotten, and if you are in the Feminine Edge Collective and if you disagree with that, sorry for that um, little chirp of one of my reminders. So i got to be wrapping this up here. But if you are in the Feminine Edge Collective, and if this is wrong, let me know. But what I have heard is it is the, uh, the, it is the right amount of education, interaction, resources, and community and connection. It's not going to overwhelm you. It's not going to overflood you. When you join and I see that you come into the app, I send you a personal message. Hey girl, so glad to see you in here. Here's where I'd recommend you start and you can you can message me in through the app as well. So come on into the Feminine Edge Collective community and come in and, and learn. This is a really great time to hop in. This isn't going to be something that you're going to have to overhaul everything. Don't tell me you're too busy for this. You're not because you can listen. My masterclasses are just as long as what this podcast episode is. And you can listen to the masterclasses while you are doing laundry, while you are doing your commute, while you're having a little bit of downtime. I try to keep it just as entertaining and engaging as these podcasts episodes. So I love the Feminine Edge Collective. The community is so great. I would love for it to continue to grow to see you coming in as a new member, but also the community as it is right now is pretty great and pretty awesome. And so I would love for you to come in and join and connect with us and I can help you in any sort of way to start living in sync with your cycle, growing in your faith and your personal journey and having more energy and, and really just like 
seeing how learning what your hormones do and how they operate, how that can impact your life for the better. So thank you so much for listening today. If you like this type of podcast episode where we are all over the place, we are real raw and honest, let me know, send me a DM. Thank you to all of you that DM'd me last week saying that you loved the podcast episode. If you want to go the extra mile for me, it takes a few minutes, but leave a rating and review to wherever you are listening to this podcast on. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys next time.